Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming program author Martin Klubeck, and he's the author of The Adventures of Sir Locke the Gnome. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder, the selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Martin, how are you? I'm doing great. Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I've been writing for... A few years, I've been wanting to write my whole life. That's something I learned from or got excited about from my father, who had tons of books. And I fell in love with him. And I especially fell in love with Sherlock Holmes. And later, I fell in love with Dungeons and Dragons and playing games. And I figured if there's a way to put those two things together, I'd be a happy camper. And so that's what I did recently. And besides that, you know, I'm a family man, years of different things and work and just living life. But I'm loving writing right now. Writing is the most fun I've had in a long time. So tell us about your book. The Adventures of Sherlock the Gnome is basically a, well, not basically, it is an adventure. Six different stories about a gnome who believes he wants to be the greatest detective in the world. Basically modeled right after Sherlock Holmes. And he's living in Tolkien's medieval world of Middle Earth. Now, of course, that Middle Earth isn't the exact same one as The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, but what it is, it's set in Dungeons and Dragons world. And this is actually set in a Dungeons and Dragons environment that I was playing in a game, an epic adventure, by the way, with my family and friends that is going on now for three years. So it's my character that's in it. My character in the game is up to 18th level, but in the book, This is where he's first learning to become a detective, learning his trade as a bard. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? I wrote it mostly for young people, males eight years old and above, that enjoy Dungeons and Dragons. I do have a lot of young ladies and women and moms that liked it also, but primarily I think it's going to speak to mostly people that like to play Dungeons and Dragons but also those people that really like Sherlock Holmes. I grew up watching the Sherlock Holmes movies with Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce. Those two are indelible in my mind as who Sherlock Holmes is. I know there's new movies that came out, and I like those also. I like everything Sherlock Holmes. Watch them all, BBC, all the movies, all the books. But those two, Nigel Bruce and... Basil Rathbone kind of spoke to me, and that's what I always see in my mind when I wrote about Sherlock the Gnome. And so it speaks to that. And if you remember those people, you're old like me, you'll like it from that nostalgic point of view. But then for the rest of the world, I think you'll love it for the Dungeons and Dragons. Because he is a gnome. He's in a world called Aethrofell, which is a make-believe world, of course, in Dungeons and Dragons that we've been playing in. And you have to deal with all the things that happen in Dungeons and Dragons, all the characters that you deal with, all the creatures, but you just don't have to roll any dice. There's no D20s that you have to worry about, although that may have helped him in some of his adventures. Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? I'd say friendship. 
the friendship of Sir Locke and his best friend, Lotswin Gilshire. In fact, if you look at the front cover of the book, it actually says Lotswin Gilshire. And I get a lot of questions like, is that your pen name? And no, my name's on the binder of the book. I just wanted to cover the book to represent the fact that Lotswin is the narrator. And in all of the Sherlock Holmes stories, Watson was the narrator and their friendship was key. And then it continues. These two gnomes together can't really do anything apart, right? Sherlock Holmes is a great detective. Sherlock the gnome is a great detective, but he wouldn't be as good as he is without his best friend, Lotswin. And Lotswin is the one who's telling the stories, writing the stories, and that's throughout the stories. You learn about him actually getting these stories published through a local magazine type thing in Dungeons and Dragons world where he is the actual writer of these stories throughout. So friendship from start to end is probably the most enduring factor throughout the stories. So if you were asked to compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Oh, that's a tough one. The Road to Neverwinter, a Dungeons and Dragons book, would probably be the latest one and the most accurate one because it's so indelled into the Dungeons and Dragons world. Based on the movie that came out, the wrote the Honor Among Thieves movie, which I thought was pretty good and pretty, I liked it a lot because it finally kind of gave Dungeons and Dragons its due in the movie world. And so that story, that book, would be probably the closest one because, like I said, this is definitely within the Dungeons and Dragons world. The other one I would have to compare it to is any of the actual original Sir Arthur Conan Doyle stories, not the later ones that people have written, but this is very much written in the style and the feel of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's works. And then we try to definitely sprinkle in the humor I really love Terry Pratchett, love reading everything Terry Pratchett wrote. I'd say that, yes, the humor of Terry Pratchett is definitely an aspiration of all of these stories. So what was your inspiration for writing The Adventures of Sir Locke the Gnome, and why did you make him a gnome in the first place? <laughs> That's a great question. My dungeon master challenged us in his introduction to his epic adventure, said, you have to come up with a character, and I need a gigantic backstory. And I said, okay. So I came up with this idea of having a detective. And I said, well, how would I do a detective? I guess it'll be a bard. And yes, yeah, a bard. And I said, well, I don't want him to be human. I don't want him to be the classic human that leads everything. I want to have a character that may be hard to put into the stories, make him have some challenges. So height, a gnome is short. Gnomes are under four feet tall normally. Now, Sir Locke is actually four feet tall. He's tall for a gnome. But because of that backstory that he asked me to do, I came up not only with the whole history, the family, all of his upbringing and where he lives and everything to that, but I also decided to actually write a story, his first adventure, his first mystery. And so I did. And that was my inspiration. My DM gets all the credit for that. But after I wrote that, I loved it, shared it with all the players on the team and just couldn't stop writing them. Wrote five more quickly and working on seven through eight now. So, you know, putting him in D&D was easy. That's because I was doing it for the game. Picking Sherlock Holmes was easy as a model because I love Sherlock Holmes. The gnome, like I said, was to mostly make it so it's a little difficult and give him more challenges. 
And unfortunately, in our game, Loxwin can't participate because you only have one character, right? I can't play two characters. But in the book, I get to put in Loxwin. And then I get to do cameos of all the different characters that I've been playing D&D with over the years. They get to make cameos in the stories. So that's been a lot of fun. So are you writing any more Sherlock stories specifically? Definitely. I'm working on books. I call them books. They're stories seven through ten right now, which carries on after book six in the adventures of Sherlock the Gnome. I have some ideas to probably write three or four more large books of them. And like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, he started off with magazine articles, short stories, as you might call them. And then he graduated to novels. This next one I'm working on will combine those stories into a story that connects all the way through. In the adventures of Sherlock the Gnome, one of the benefits to the reader is that you can read one and put it down and come back and read the next story later. You don't even have to read them in order. They do transpire in order, but you won't lose anything if you don't read them in order. And you can read them one at a time. You can also listen to them. They're also available on audiobook. So you can listen to them on a drive, finish one of the stories, and then not feel like, oh, you know, I don't remember what happened. I don't have to go back and listen to it again. No, you could start at the second story when you're done at any time. They're not dependent on each other. But this new one I'm writing, yes, it's going to be one large book, and each story will fold right into the next one, and you'll need to read those in order. So do you have any other projects in the works? Definitely. I have The Time Warp King is a book I wrote for adolescents. It's a YA book, Time and Space Adventure. And I'm working on the sequel to getting that one done. Really enjoyed it. I also wrote a short story. It's a horror story, which is not anything like the other two books, the Sherlock stories or The Time Warp King, but it was a fun horror story. And that got published in an anthology. So that got me back to wanting to write some short stories. So I have a few that I've written. And I'm looking for a home to get those published and see if they get into an anthology or into a magazine. So I always feel like I'm always busy, always writing, at least for the last few years, which is, again, I'm happy to be doing that. This is great. So, yeah, a few more projects in the works keeping me busy. So did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Say my upbringing as far as my father I grew up in a house where he had a bookshelf that was built into the wall. We weren't a wealthy family. We're lower or straight middle class family, but he loved books, books and music. He was great at music. I'm not, but he had a wall full of books. And so I would read and read and read and read. And one of those books is the complete collection of the Sherlock Holmes stories by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. So I read those at a young age. And then, like I said, I was watching those movies. And I'm not that old that I could see those movies when they were first released in the theaters. But I got to watch those movies on TV, black and white, on Saturday afternoons, along with Abbott and Costello and some other, you know, Godzilla movies. And Godzilla, it doesn't play into my books at all. But I will say that Abbott and Costello do. In fact, I would say that Sherlock the Gnome and Lotswin were modeled after the Nigel Bruce and Basil Rathbone, Watson and Sherlock Holmes movies. But I would also say they're modeled after Abbott and Costello a bit. They have that humor in it, their interactions. So I would say that was definitely an influence also. 
My father taught me chess at a young age, at eight years old, and that plays into the books also. I teach chess. I deal with chess a lot. So you'll see that chess and dragon chess specifically is also mentioned in the books a lot. So I think we're a product of our upbringing and our life as a whole, and this definitely would have to be true for these books also. So how would you describe your writing style? Definitely, I try to write with humor and honesty and excitement for the reader. I'm more of action than I am description. We have some in it, of course, but it's not going to be a lot of flowery and a lot of description and scenery. It's going to be more of action and dialogue and activity between characters, very much character-driven versus plot-driven. So the interaction between these two friends, Sir Locke and Lotswin, drive the book and drive the stories. And their interactions, their challenges, the conflicts they have to overcome, but how they interact together and how they interact with the other characters throughout the books are my primary way of writing. So they're fast-paced, keep you on the edge of your seat, hopefully, but keep you moving, keep the book moving, and it's a fast and fun ride. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? People that should buy the book are basically people that play D&D. If you like D&D, if you know anything about D&D, if you know what a D20 is without me having to explain it, you'll like this book. If you're a Sherlock Holmes fan, you like the movies, you like the books, you'll like this book. I'd say that readers that are either or both, and I'm both, I think a lot of people should be both, but if you like Sherlock Holmes, you like D&D, you like playing the game, you know about the game, it's exciting, it's fun, I'd go as far as to say if you actually like the Middle Earth type of stories where you have gnomes and hobbits and halflings and orcs, goblins and the like, and dragons, of course, dwarves and elves. If you like those kind of stories, this would appeal to you. So where can readers find out more about you and your work? Amazon.com. I have an author page there with a number of books. I wrote a lot of business books in the past, and I've stop doing that now because I want to focus on fiction and it's much more enjoyable and fun. And so there's an author page there and you'll find all the books that I've written there, including these books, the Sherlock the Gnome stories. You will also find the audiobook for Sherlock the Gnome on Spotify and other places that you might go for looking for audiobooks. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Martin Klubeck, and he is the author of The Adventures of Sir Locke the Gnome. Martin, thanks very much for being with us today. My pleasure. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. Theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.